Don't you ever think when you pray is you alone. Don't you ever think that when we are battling the enemy in a demonic deliverance session and when demon manifests, it is just you battling. No, God has an army. God, you are so mighty. I don't have to see it yet, but I know that you will give me victory. I know that you will bring glory. I know that you will bring healing to my life. So before I see it, hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. Satan, you've been defeated. In today's sermon, Pastor Miguel Escobar concludes his series entitled The Healing Power of God. Pastor Miguel is the founder and director of Terra Globe Ministries International, a ministry called to activate the gifts of the Holy Spirit so signs and wonders become a normal way of living for every believer. When we go and pray for other people, there's something that I hope you will pick up from what I'm saying. God clearly stated that agreement is very important. We must agree. I have asked many people, do you want to be healed? And I don't hear a yes. I don't necessarily hear a yes. So I be more now cautious in making an effort with people that truly, truly don't want to be blessed. How many? There are many. I had people that have truly evaded me and really told me in my face things that were very offensive because I just wanted to pray for them. But on the other side, there are people that truly want to be blessed. So when you work and choose it and selectively with people that want to be blessed, I want you to come into one thing. I agree with the people, but let them say it with their mouth. Amen. I want them to say it. When people that I had married in my time as minister, I asked them, do you want to be married? And they say, yes, they're ready to get married. And I asked them, and I asked them many times, and they get very upset with me. Well, come on, finish the ceremony. I said, no, I want to make sure that you really want to get married. Oh, no, no, don't tell me, because let me tell you the truth. God knows what is in your heart. My lips can say anything that I want, but my heart will be detected by God. And the yes, that's what I said, the yes that come from the Lord, it is different than the one come from my lips. So I said, you want to get married? Yeah, I'll tell you that, because today we must keep promoting marriage for lifetime, yeah. at any price, whatever it'll cost. I'm not again, please understand me, judging anything. I'm saying, Lord, help us to produce a healthy generation. Yeah. Help us to produce a healthy society. Yeah. We have to, because my dear friend who have a school with 36 kids, the majority come from this functioning home. Very affected kids. He cries when he sees the situation of these beautiful younger people. Why? He's sick. Why? Because the home is not performing like it should have performed. So I'm saying, God help us. Healing is not only physical. It's emotional. It's economical. It's money involved in it. Lord, heal my finances. Because we have to say, God, the enemy cannot control my finances. 
I had one lady here, actually here in Georgia, who asked me one day to pray. She was doing the schoolwork as well. Look at her, I remember now. And she said to me, will you please help me and pray? And soon as I began to pray, she told me that she saw the hand of Jesus taking the hands of Satan out of her bank account. I said, wow. I didn't pray for that. I just said, pray, bring healing. That's all. Fix the situation, whatever that situation might be. And so I, will you, I want you to know that is means something that I have done in my life. Agree with me. What? I'm going to be healed. Agree with me that you can walk. But I never, I cannot walk. Well, I'm not going to agree with you that you cannot walk. I want you to agree with me that God is going to be is able to make you walk. And then you're going to see more miracles. Then we're going to see something that is not normal. Because what happened? The mentality, I will sit down, you lay hands on me, and here comes a magic kind of a touch, and I will be made whole. Maybe sometime it works. But maybe what God said, in my opinion, is go and move and be active. All the time that God did something required activation. The gift of the Spirit must be activated. The, the relationship with God has to be activated. It's not just nominal. Many look as a nominal relationship with God. But God wants me to have a deeper, intimate connection with the living God. That I can talk with him. That he can talk back with me. And that I can know that I know that I know that the world that surrounds me will not affect me. I don't care what the world says. Oh, hallelujah. I don't care what the world said. My God is good news. The kingdom of Jesus is good news. And I'm telling you, such an amount of information coming from the news media, one side or the other, bring frightening. It gets people worry. When the 9-11 took place, we were living far, not too far from Washington, D.C. Some of my wonderful friends and neighbors came to me running, running. This is uh, Christian people that were together praising our God. And they came to me and said, Brother Miguel, the world is coming to an end. It was not a good thing, I know. It was very painful, I know. But God says that he is God in the middle of a storm. And in, so in other words, I need to compose myself. I cannot let sickness to destroy my life. I know it might look very bad, but I have seen it when people take the stand and agree with me and now that. But one thing that I know, my friend like you very much. As I've been talking to God, I said, God, you said that we are vessels. We are vessels of what? That will, through whom God flow. So this is the agreement that I feel I could understand it in my work with God. God created you and me as a vessel to bring his glory down to earth. Ooh, hallelujah. Again, again, God is God with or without Miguel. But Miguel is not Miguel unless I have God. That's so simple. But yet, yet, he said, I will use you. He came and he said, those who do not think have any value, I will make a diamond out of you. And, and I will use you. That's why I said. So what I began to develop in my life, I said, okay, God, what is it? And one time in a dream, I, see, I saw myself 
holding the hand of Jesus. Now, we, we look about the, the, the figure about the hand of God or the finger of God. So I said, okay, God, let me try because this is, was a trial <laughs> time. I'm going to hold your hand. And I do that when I pray now. In my spirit, I'm holding my hand with the source of life, of power and eternity. He told me, hold my hand. As a matter of fact, John 17 said, I got them all in the palm of my hand. That's where you and I, we are. Technically, we are in the hand of the living God. So if God allow me to be his hand, I'm going to hold it. And that's in my spirit. And so what that means, that all the power, all the glory of our God is going to start flowing through me. I said, God, how could not have that clearly understood in my mind before? So that means that if I hold you, all of your glory will come through me. So I am now in England. One of the few times that I did is kind of a publicly and this is a 12,000-member church. I was invited through a good friend and allowed me to come. And I'm very honored. And they have uh, TV circuits that are being shown in about four or five countries in Europe. So the audience is big. Yeah. To me, really, it's just to give God more glory. Amen. Numbers, I know they do not impress God. A contrite heart. A humble heart really moved the hand of God. Someone that is humble to the Lord, ooh, you can ask God for any candy, any cake, or ice cream. He's going to give it to you. Otherwise, just ask TF. He asks God all the time for ice cream. I hold the hand. Now, this is TV everywhere. And I said, Pastor, I had two pastors in the church. Let me hold your hand here. Let me hold the other hand here. Of course, in my spirit, I had three hands. Hallelujah. I know I can have more than one hand. So I'm holding the hand of Jesus. And I only said, God, these people want to be blessed and healed and delivered. They're the pastors of the church. And I said, God, release your glory. Ooh, my God. The right man flew far. The left man flew far on the other side. Silent. I said, God, are they alive? Because they hit the floor. They came back up excited. Wow, we feel good. Me, I was worried. Because this is not the way that God, I've been told, you need to pray in silently, quietly, but you do something differently. But what God was telling me, you all, we all, are connected to the most powerful source on earth. God is with you. Amen. Don't you ever think when you pray, is you alone? Yeah. Don't you ever think that when we are battling the enemy in a demonic deliverance session, and when demon manifests, it is just you battling. No, God has an army. That's what he says to this wonderful servant. Look how many chariots, how many horses, how many people are ready to support you. I had to put that in my mind. I had to make it clear. I'm not just praying. I have an amazing army with me. Hallelujah. That said, we are going to win. We are going to win. So they had to come into my mind. I have to renew my thinking. 
Because, okay, I'm praying here, there's nobody. No, that's not it. I'm praying, and God has an army already standing by to make sure that your prayer will never go unanswered. As a matter of fact, he said that the word of God never returns void. Never, never. And so as we move forward, we begin to understand, oh, God, you are incredibly, incredible, amazing. So those things begin the most important part for me. But one thing, as I pray with my whole, hopefully, understanding, is to come and bind, bind every possible source that comes against us. Witchcraft. We have an incredible word from Satan. I'm not giving him credit. But I know he was trying to tarnish and affect us one way or another. So I just bind him. I bind him because I know our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. I bind one thing that had been so strong in America, the spirit of abortion. You see, every spirit, you remember what happened with the demon that left the possessed, that man possessed, that went and into the pigs. What's the word, pigs, the other one? Shrine. Thank you, Sacha, my interpreter. Okay? They went into the... Why? Because the spirit seek bodies. They are on the air looking whom they will invade. Actually, they are homeless until they find somebody that receives them. So the spirits are always on the air. So the spirit of abortion is creating a tremendous damage to our churches. America have millions of babies aborted. And so what mean abortion? I relate abortion to a woman that loses a baby. But it goes much bigger than that. Abortion is the intent of the enemy to stop your dreams, your business, your relationship at home, your friendship. And he comes and affects you and he hurts you and he tries to make sure that you don't get. I call him the kind of an agent from Satan that take my ladder so every time I'm going up, he take it away so I can go down. It's the spirit of abortion. And how it comes to operate in our life, directly and indirectly. Remember, we are the inheritors of inheritances that are not necessarily ours. They are by generation, and they, they, we have to come forward and, and battle with that. We, we have to understand that. It's hard for me to understand. I said that openly, publicly. I even went to Spain to cut ties in the spirit. I went to Spain and realized, wow, look, my first progenitors, the people that were part of my life, they were no good. I said, God, you should have given me some of the queen and the king. These guys are on the other side of the team. But what I did, they are not going to affect my life today. I'm going to cut it. I'm going to just definitely reduce them. And what a change I had. What a change that I had. Because I knew, I knew that my God was going to set me free. Freedom, freedom in the totality by understanding and by relating to God. So things that I have learned, probably... The one that I like it is so funny. Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> God says, I got this set aside. Paul says, 
do not be anxious on anything. Anxious brings sickness. It affects your mind. You see, mental health, mental health, is only God can restore it. But we get anxious. And so I give you then the way to get out of all of this. And then Peter said that we must cast all of our anxiety on him. We got to learn. Okay, I'm going to keep myself in good health. You can say that. I can say that. We are going to battle for good health. I'm, not, I'm going to battle for the move of the Spirit that will bring glory to you, Father God. And I'm not going to allow the enemy to make me feel down by any means. We need to learn, to learn to trust God like we have never done before. It's a trusting process. Book of Psalms said that we must trust in him that he is the deliverer and the protector. So when I learn to trust my God, it makes such a big difference. Every time we've been, we, went, go, we went to Kenya, and who was about to take care of us was an ex-police officer, which by now is with the Lord, an amazing guy. And he was a, like a kid. He, he played with us all the time. But he was a big, heavy, wonderful man. So he said, wherever you go, Miguel, I'll be right next to you. Don't worry. <laughs> and honestly, when I looked upon this man, I said, yes, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to worry. I mean, he, not only was a police officer, but he can probably defend me. Yeah. That was my sign, my mentality. Well, God said, trust me. Yeah. What about sickness? Trust me. Yeah. What about not having money? See, we have a problem in the structure in our society. Welfare or medical, medical system is how too many became dependent. And I know that we need it. I know it. But over and above the medical system is still God. And God will provide. And so it's very simple. Oh, God provide you the money for that surgery or he will heal you. And that will be it. He might not need. Do you agree with me? Simple. Because what happened with us? We are so fearful. We talk about fear, how the enemy brought fear from the very beginning. We have that fear concept. Oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm sick now. What am I going to do? And we begin to lean onto that. And so we get deeper, deeper, deeper sick instead of saying, oh, my God, hallelujah, you have no problem in healing my body. That's the battle. That is what I must do on my own self. So I think that is something by trusting God. Because God loves you so much. He said that he wants to renew your strength and mind like an eagle. So I can say to you, and I'm coming to a couple more passages. I will tell you what I have learned in my life to really be an overcomer. How I can say that God has given me the opportunity to serve him for 36 to 7 years and working day by day and giving God glory. But he said very clearly, I will restore your health. I mean, your strength like an eagle. I mean, how can I, how can you, not we, work with the intensity that the world requires? Unless God restored the strength. Yeah. You look good in the morning between 8 and 9. <laughs> 9.30, you're dead. <laughs> you got to go back to bed again. And you're missing that bed. As a matter of fact, one time I said, God, I don't want to get up. And he said, son, too bad. You got to go to church today. I said, why, God, I don't want to go. He said, yeah, but you're the pastor. <laughs> Oh, God, I forgot about that. I don't feel like going to church. Well, you got to go. 
They said, well, should you come and preach? And you're going to preach string. Well, well, that's what God says. So the book of Proverbs, that's the most fantastic passage you read many times, 3, 5, 6, said, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Trust in the Lord. So when you begin to trust in the Lord, no matter where the attack comes from, I know that I know that I know God is with me. God will bless me. God will deliver me. God will do anything that is needed in my life. And so in that is a training process. I tell people our relationship with God in the spirit is just like in the muscle in the natural body. If I don't activate my muscle, if I don't walk, my legs eventually will be good for nothing. If I don't move my arms, the same thing. That's why you need to keep eating. If you don't eat, that, that arm will be no good no more. And that's now you know why you eat, okay? Hallelujah. So it's, it's spiritual. And then become the big word, intentional. I want it. I want to have a good health. I want to have a good ministry. Father God, I want you to show me your glory. I want you to give me the insight that you promised to all of us. But I have not asked you enough until I get it. I shared the story. Maybe I have not done it here before. But I, as a kid, I like chocolate. Oh, my God. Everybody likes chocolate, especially ladies. So my mom, as a baby, used to buy chocolate with one condition. You're going to be good in the school this week. So between Monday and Friday, uh, on Saturday, I asked how have you made. If you did good, I give you some chocolate. So I knew, I knew that I was going to be rewarded by Saturday. But my mom did make a big mistake. She bought the chocolate on Monday. <laughs> so my mom used to go to work. And so I knew, I knew, I knew the chocolate were in my house. My house was not too big, not to be found. I'm a kid, but I had my ability to smell. So like those special dogs. <laughs> hunt. Okay. I was going through all the house. Door, bottom. Until I found them. So every time, about between Monday and Wednesday, I found my chocolate. Okay. My mom was working, so it was just me and my little brother. Poor thing, had no idea that I'm going to eat the chocolate. My brother was five years younger than me. So now I got the chocolate, and I eat them all. So by Friday, there's no chocolate, but the box is put together. You see, I was so good. I mean, I could... Make it look like it was full of chocolate. So my Saturday, my mom used to come and say, son, how was your week? Perfect. How was your school? Excellent, mom. How was your score? A, 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 A. Wow, son, I'm so proud of you. I'm going to give you chocolate. Mom, too late. What? Too late, mom. Why? I already ate it. How do you find them? I said, Mom, you could not put any chocolate in this house that I would not find them. When I knew how good God is, equal to my chocolate. I'm going to seek him. I'm going to find him. I'm going to eat him. I want to make a part of my life. I'm not going to wait until Saturday. I'm not going to wait another week. I'm not going to wait another year. I want God benefits now. I want God glory now. 
Because that's what God mine from. See, because my man bought it, it was mine. When God says, I have sent you the Holy Spirit, that means all that is mine is yours. It's nothing that he has to make arrangement in heaven to say, this week I might send you something else. No, he said, everything is, has been given to you. Everything. So and that means that it comes up to me to seek and find. It's up to me to knock and see how the door will open. And that was always my life. Okay, God, I'm going to try. I'm going to see how this works. I, I want to make it happen. I want you to become what God said to the medical practitioner, doctor practitioners. Practice, practice, practice. Find somebody that is sick and practice. And if he's not sick, don't make him sick. Please practice. <laughs> I practice with dogs. Uh, we have in America and the world a society that is so much in favor of dogs. Dogs get better treatment than people sometimes. So they give me this dog in Miami, beautiful dog. Pastor Miguel, have you ever prayed for dogs? I said, no. This is the first. Yeah, let me have this dog. What happened? I have no idea what happened. But I lay hands with all my heart. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you low dog. Blah, blah. Heal him. He died. So next day, next day he called me and said, Pastor Miguel, Pastor Miguel, what? My dog is dead. I kept, I said, hey, 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 listen, do you have another dog? Maybe we pray for the other one. And the other one will get healed. He said, no. I said, well, let me keep practicing. If I don't practice, I will never know. And then I knew the dog was about $2,000, so that person was crying for the value of the dog. It was not the dog. It was the $2,000 he lost. They didn't talk about the dog. No, it was the money. And so I want you to get excited tonight. God said it. We have identified the enemies. We were clearly on the book of Genesis. Fear, shame, and guilt. Kick them out of your life. Don't let them come to you. Don't accept those enemies to be part of your life. When fear comes, you said, fear, just so simple. Get out of my life. I'll take authority. You have no right. And so here is the key. Here's the key. I want you to start learning and practicing. Ha, ha, ha. Start laughing. Ha, 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 ha. And if you have a big problem, you have to have more ha, ha, ha. So it depends on the size of your problem is the number of ha, ha, ha. But at the end of the day, what you are saying, God, you are so mighty. I don't have to see it yet, but I know that you will give me victory. I know that you will bring glory. I know that you will bring healing to my life. So before I see it, hallelujah, ha, 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 Satan, you've been defeated. I don't have to see it. You have been defeated. Don't be surprised of what God is going to do in, in my ministry life. God has allowed me to see many hearts, many hearts being restored completely. So I want you to say, God, allow me again to be in, to, in your hands instrumental in anything. I had one friend that was praying for deaf people and they were automatically receiving complete healing. For me, it's not the same. I pray, and I need to pray a lot of the time, but I do pray. And then I say, God, that's your problem. Amen. That's it. If it doesn't happen like with somebody else, that's not my problem. Amen. 
God will do. But I had people with their heart being restored, even one here. We had people restored. I had a friend recently passed away, pastor in Chile. I heard the news. He was dying about 30 years ago. Now, in a very old age, he died. Nothing to do with the heart. On the church, he fell in the power, and he began to describe the operation. He said, don't touch me. God is going to change my heart. And he began to say what God did, and he opened it, and he stood up about 10, 15 minutes later, shouted to God, and said, oh, my God, I got a new heart. Amen. You get ready for that. Yeah. I want to see a church with tremendous testimonies. Yeah. I want to see a church who said, my God, you are greater than I thought. You are much bigger than I ever had imagined. Lord, you are mighty. So when you begin to pray for people, you bind the sickness. You rebuke the work of evil, and you declare healing. You declare, you're healed, you're healed, you are healed. And the other factor that is very important is that the person whom we are praying for must receive it. Just if you don't receive it, I'm going to really lose my voice. And I'm going to begin to say, do you believe it? It's because of that, because some people just don't believe it. So in that element, we are about to get ready. And one of the subjects that I will eventually share with you all is talking with God. It's amazing how God leads you, how God talks with you, how God communicates with us. And I think God is today in this place saying, I want to talk with you. I had this church back in Africa one day. He said, Pastor Miguel, when are you leaving? We had an amazing revival time. I said, oh, soon. He said, yes. He said, because there's been one week, nobody's sleeping here. What do you mean? He said, angels are coming every night. I said, well, God, God is so good. He kept me sleeping. No angel. I'm Okay. He said, but we have not slept for one week. I said, well, praise God. Are you tired? He said, no. And then you want to work? He said, yes. Well, allow Jesus to do whatever he wants to do. He wants to open your eyes and my eyes. He wants us to have a closer relationship with God and to understand that our God, oh, my goodness, he is in the throne. He is in control of everything. I don't understand it because sometimes I feel God is just in Europe. And then I realize that God lives in Henry County. Oh my God. He just recently moved. <laughs> and boy, went all the way through Fake County and then landed in Henry. It's amazing. I tell people in Africa, do you think God is an African God? Because they really believe that God lives in Africa. And not only that, they relate to God like a, a God that looks like African people. I said, well, let me tell you. God is so good that he will identify with you anywhere you are. Anywhere. So in Chile, he looks Chilean. Good looking. <laughs> I want you to get excited tonight. I want you to give him glory. I want you to praise him. I want you to say, God, open my eyes. Let me see my enemy defeated. Let me see my sickness disappear. You've been listening to Sunday Sermons from Southside Christian Fellowship Church, a place where you are loved, accepted, and received, a place of healing, a place of prayer, a place of hope. We invite you to join us this Sunday and every Sunday. For service times, location, and other information about the church, 
please visit our website at southsidechristianfellowship.net. Again, that's southsidechristianfellowship.net. As we wrap up today's message, we would like to once again thank you for listening. We would like to also have Papa Herman, an elder at Southside, to speak a Father's blessing over you. May the Lord bless and keep you, that He would cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you, that the Lord would lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you His peace. And remember that the Lord's favor is with you all the time. Expect it. It is with you. It's manifesting itself to you. It will overtake you no matter where you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.